Hello and welcome. If you're listening to this podcast, it is highly likely that you're on the six week reset. And this podcast is dedicated to why we're going to take your brain on this journey. And probably the reason that things haven't stuck before is you didn't really go on the journey of doing the inside work of really developing this new identity of the person you wanted to become and if you are listening to this it's highly likely that you've got a goal around becoming fitter and being better nourished and being stronger so we're going to do things differently over the next six weeks and i'm just going to take you through the mindset activities that i want you to be thinking about before we actually go and start this six week reset. And the first thing I want you to do is really have a think about your why. Hopefully by now you have filled in the form and that's gonna start prompting this type of questioning, which is really thinking about what's important in your life and why living in a fitter, better nourished body would serve the things that are most important to you in life even better. So. What I want you to do right now, if you can, is grab a pen and paper and really reflect on the three things that matter most to you in life at the moment. And then I want you to be linking the idea of living in a fitter, stronger, more energized and better nourished body with the things that are most important to you in life at the moment. Because I think so frequently, and maybe this is what you've done in the past, you have just gone on a diet and the only real goal was for you to weigh less against gravity and it's not surprising therefore that you have burnt out and you've become quite disillusioned with the idea of fat loss and as that was your primary driver um, you just kind of give up and then find that you're just sort of stuck in this diet trap and we're going to do things completely differently this time we're going to start with what matters to you most in the world at the moment and then we're going to link why it would matter to those three important things or how it would be positively beneficial if you were living in this body that is nourishing itself optimally, that is feeling more energized because you're moving more, that is feeling fitter and stronger. And once you've answered these questions, I really want you to think um, about putting it somewhere visible. So maybe this is by your bed. So it's the first thing you're reminded of every day when you wake up. <clears throat> maybe it's kind of popping it on the fridge again. So you've got this visual reminder of why we are going to be embedding the actions of moving more, nourishing better and training regularly to get you living in this body that's going to be thriving and that's going to be showing up in every aspect of your life as a better human because that is actually what really is going to make a meaningful change in your life step two is for you to really think about challenging and changing your thinking so i want you to remember that you don't have to go on this lifestyle change you can actually stick with the habits and routines that you have at the moment around how you're looking after yourself but the fact is that you actually get to affect meaningful change and you get to go to the supermarket and put really nourishing, delicious food in your basket. And you get to do some training because you are living in a body that is able to start picking up heavier things and start um, to get fitter and stronger. And even when it comes to steps, remembering that you get to go outside and get some steps in each day to feel better in your body, to 
give yourself um, some sunshine, some vitamin D at the beginning of your day to get you sleeping better and, you know, get a better quality sleep at night. But you don't have to do any of these things. And at no point over the next six weeks will you be forced into doing any of the actions that I'm asking you to embed. But you do get to do them. And I want you just to start to think about that as a real kind of privilege and then a real opportunity. So <clears throat> remembering that this is a choice, it's something you've chosen to do, remembering your reason for choosing to do it, and then really getting yourself into action, knowing that you don't have to, this isn't being put on you, it's not something that's going to get done to you, it's something that you actively get to engage in, and that can really massively impact on how successful you are because probably before you might have used words like oh i really should exercise or i really shouldn't eat this but instead it's oh actually i get to go out and get my steps in today or i get to work out today or i get to choose that really lovely nourishing plate of food off the menu and just again just notice your internal narrative when you are approaching things that are concerned with how you're looking after yourself and just check that the voice is remembering that you get to do these things you don't have to do them step three is thinking about your past and i want you to spend some time reflecting on your history with diets and exercise because i often speak about the clients that i work with bringing kind of all this baggage, so all these different pieces of luggage that are previous diets that they have been on before. And it might be that you've tried low fat and it might be that you tried low carb. And what can happen is it can really disrupt your natural relationship with food and it can really start to interfere with your ability to notice when you're hungry, when you're full, for you really to know what you fancy eating. And I want you to start to get really curious about the beliefs that you hold around food and fitness. So many people who I start working with will talk about feeling like they're addicted to sugar. They might feel like they need to completely cut out carbs to be able to affect any kind of meaningful change in their body composition. And with exercise, often people think they need to be really, really intense, much more intense than they probably actually need to be. So start getting curious, maybe write down some of the things that you do believe about nutrition or the things that you do believe about fitness and then start questioning them because so often they are not true and it's actually your stuck narrative around the fact that you need to be so intense when it comes to changing around your nutrition or so intense when it comes to the type of exercise regime that you need to implement to affect meaningful change that's actually keeping you stuck instead of being intense you probably need more consistency you probably need more nudges in the right direction <clears throat> so really writing down what you think these beliefs are for you at the moment maybe they're things you've adopted from different diets you've gone on in the past and maybe had you know degrees of success with however if you are embarking on this reset it's highly likely that the results that you got, they weren't lasting and they weren't sustainable. And maybe that's because they can't really run alongside your usual um, pattern of living, in which case it's only ever gonna be sort of a short-term success. And we need to make sure that we're rewriting those narratives and creating a lifestyle that you are going to enjoy repeating and one that can exist alongside your ordinary life. Step four is I want you to stop thinking of exercise being linked to what you can eat. 
So in the same way, you wouldn't put loads of petrol in a car just to kind of run it around and use up the petrol. We need to stop thinking about food and exercise as being related because I think it can actually forge this really unhealthy link and make us feel like we need to spend a hell of a lot of our time on cardiovascular exercise. So just kind of jumping up and down, getting our heart rate really high, just so we can burn off energy. And instead, I want you to think about your training as an opportunity to get yourself strong and fit. It's gonna be an opportunity for you to actually change your body composition and shift yourself into a leaner, more metabolic body that's going to be protective against um, aging. So as we get older, I want you to be thinking about creating almost this shell, if you like, of muscle to help protect you as you are getting older. Because a body that has a lot more lean metabolic muscle is going to be a body that is much easier to live in. Exercise is also an opportunity for you to get some headspace for you to actually start living inside your body rather than judging it from the outside. And pushing into these slightly uncomfortable spaces is going to help create this kind of natural endorphin high. <clears throat> so I want you to think about all of those things as well. Step five, apologies, I do have like a massive frog in my throat today, but I think it's intermittently jumping in and out. I want you to focus on actions. And the reset is all about four fundamentals. So it's going to be about nourishment. Um, we're going to have that focus on protein and a rainbow of fruit and vegetables and that kind of abundance mindset. It's going to be about training. So ideally, you're going to be training three times a week for about 45 minutes. But if that's too much, again, I'm your coach. I'm going to help you look at exercise snacking or shorter workouts or beginner style workouts if that's what you need to get you off the ground. Movement wise, we're going to be aiming for those 10,000 steps every day. But again, if you've checked your health app and you're only at 3000 steps a day, it might be that we start with 5000 being your goal. So again, this is where you need to know this information and know the direction you're nudging in. And then mindset wise, I'm going to be getting you to do the journaling tasks, <clears throat> which I'm going to go through at the end of this little podcast, because I've got some things that are going to just help you recheck in with yourself each day. So you're going to set yourself some tasks in the morning, and then you're going to just do a bit of reflection at the end of the day. And remembering that there are well, well over 100 podcasts now. So if you're going out and getting some steps and maybe select a podcast that speaks to you. So have a little look through the titles. Step six is get your subconscious on board. And I know lots of people will say, oh, you know, I kind of always self-sabotage. So I want you to remember the following. So when it comes to nutrition, I want you to remember that you can always have more later. There is no lack of food and you do not need to have any last supper mentality. Nothing is gonna get banned or restricted. I want you to remember that hunger is not an emergency. And if anything, being a bit hungry before meals makes them much more delicious and more satisfying. So if particularly if you've had a real history of dieting, you might not really trust yourself that there's always going to be food and actually getting hungry might mean that you feel quite anxious. So just reminding yourself that that is not what this process is about. And actually being a bit hungry for meals is natural and it's going to make things taste even better. 
I want you to remember that you can turn down food and drink that is not in line with the goal that you've chosen. So stop with the people pleasing. You don't need to be pleasing anyone but yourself. And this is really about tuning back into what do you need? What is your goal? And how can you feel more congruent with the goal you've chosen? So not always like you are just eating things because somebody's offered it to you. It wasn't even one of your maybe sort of fuck it yes foods, but you've kind of had it anyway because you like to please the person that's offered um, it to you. So really putting yourself first and becoming much more selfish and tuning in. What do I want? What do I need? What do I like? And that's what I want you to be focusing on over the next six weeks. I want you to remember the law of diminishing returns. So <clears throat> often the first glass of wine might be amazing, delicious. Is the second glass of wine serving you in the same way? How about the third? It can be the same for things like cake or chocolate or those kind of highly palatable foods that initially do kind of make you feel wonderful. They taste so delicious. But if you start to tune in, is your fifth bite of the chocolate cake as delicious as maybe bites one to four? The likelihood is, is no. And there will be a law of diminishing returns, particularly if you have a goal about creating a different majority behavior around certain foods, because you don't want them to exist as majority foods in your diet anymore. You want them to be minority things that you enjoy in um, portion sizes that feel good both in the moment and after eating them. So just remembering that law of diminishing returns. I want you to remember you do not have to be perfect. The people that rush into the reset and are perfect at everything are probably the people that struggle most around kind of week three and four. So just imperfect action is where I want you to be. And I want you to remember it's the response to periods of eating or drinking out of line with your goal that matter most, not those isolated episodes. So rather than worrying about the fact that maybe you went out and had like a three course meal and way too much wine, I don't want you to worry about that. I want you to actively think about moving back into action. So the next day, thinking about creating a nourishing um, bowl of breakfast foods that's beautifully balanced and thinking about your protein again and maybe getting some berries in for the micronutrients. So just to move back as quickly as you can to your majority pattern of behaviors and really leaving behind any guilt or shame because guilt or shame is certainly going to be keeping you stuck and not serving you. Step seven is thinking about your future self. And I want you to think about how do you want to feel in six weeks time? And our brains so often seek out the quick wins. So I don't know what that might be. It might be that sitting down on the sofa is so appealing and that's much more appealing than doing that short workout that you had decided that you should probably do today. Or actually, let's change that wording, that short workout that you get to do today. And in that moment, it might feel great just to sink into the sofa. But actually, I want you to start seeking out a little bit of discomfort. I want you to start seeking out doing the hard thing first because it will actually give you a bigger natural endorphin high after you've done that hard thing, after you've done that effortful thing. And in the current world we live in, we should certainly be looking for the hard stuff because actually conversely, that's gonna bring you the most joy. You're gonna be so proud of yourself once you've done the thing that required that little bit more effort. 
And then lastly, but certainly not least, is consistency. <clears throat> and this is key. So you need to get your brain on board to make these habits stick. And ultimately, your health and your body composition is going to reflect how you have treated yourself over months and years. Doesn't care what you do over, across an evening or over a weekend or even a holiday. What it cares about is what is your blueprint for looking after me? And that's why I want our focus to be on actions to creating this pattern of movement, nourishment and training that make you feel like you are thriving. It doesn't mean that you are always carrying out that rigid blueprint of movement, nutrition and training, but it does mean that that is your majority behavior and that is going to massively positively impact how you are feeling in the body that you live in. And we all need to remember that for each and every one of us, there is only one body that you're ever gonna get to live in and that is your own. And my purpose is to make that place feel amazing. So then just very quickly onto mindset routines. And there is a different PDF that you can download and print out to remind you of this. What I'm wanting you to do. So every single morning, I want you to wake up and write down, and it is very important that you write it down and finish this sentence. And the sentence is, I'm working towards being the type of person who, and this is really important. This is about you creating this new identity for yourself. So I want you to be thinking, I am working towards being a person who, and maybe it's works out regularly or says no to food that isn't, um, isn't food that I fancy. So maybe it is to stop people pleasing. Um, maybe it is that you're working towards being a person who plans their food to make sure that they're fueling their body properly. So whatever it is, I want you to make sure that you are finishing that sentence every day. So we're starting to create this new identity for you, this identity of a health seeking person. I also want you to commit 100% to doing just one thing today. Maybe that's your walk with a podcast, maybe it's a mobility video, maybe it's your workout, but just focus on one thing that you're 100% committed to. And then very lastly, um, there is a video here to show you the different variations and regressions and progressions. I want you to do 10 press-ups. This is going to be so much more empowering to monitor over the next six weeks than tracking scale weights. If you can video yourself, how many press-ups can you do? Can you do them in a box? Can you do them on your knees? Can you do them on your toes? And I want you to notice how much stronger you get over the next six weeks. So three things in the morning. One is your, I am working towards being a person who. Your other is 100% committing to one action. And your third thing is your press-ups. And in the evening, it's really super simple. I just want you to write down what went well today and how you'll improve tomorrow. And it is like magic, this self kind of checking in, um, sort of praising yourself and actually giving yourself a moment to reflect on what went well is brilliant because that is going to set up some really nice positive reward pathways in the brain. And then you deciding what positive action you can take tomorrow to continue to nudge in this direction of travel. So guys, all that is left for me to say is good luck.